Welcome everyone to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Whew, it is a good touch. Probably should not have raised in the mic like that. And besides the point, sorry folks for your ears being blown out, but maybe you liked it. Maybe you're in ASMR, who knows? On to the show! <laughs> uh, we have today a very wonderful guest. Ile Gonzalez is on the show today. We Skype from Mexico. Really, really great conversation today about conquering. We talked a little bit of like conquering the fear of putting yourself out there, especially in comics or whatever you do, joking around, fun little escape from the 2020 madness. And speaking of which, some of you loyal listeners may have realized that we haven't had a show in the past couple of weeks. Um, There was some things happening here. We're going to do a... I've done... Obviously, you've done video game streaming one or two. Work has been one thing. Um... I've done the video game streaming stuff over on YouTube. Go check it out. Dakota Morgan, as well as Toy Unboxing and stuff like that, too. Uh, I took a break from some things, not all. Uh, the podcast was one of them. But we are back because, well, let me, let me before we get into that, let me take a thing here, is we're going to do a special on mental health. Uh, I'm trying to get the recordings done for it. We're going to do a special on that one uh, because we need to go ahead and talk about certain things. And I had a... Trying to get it on the right thing here. Of we had a, a, a death of a childhood friend of mine, uh, Liam Sullivan. Uh, this episode is dedicated to you, good man. And he took his own life. The cat is now meowing. Great. And so I wanted to dedicate this episode to Liam. In the sense, we did talk about some mental health stuff, but we're going to have a full dedication thing to mental health because it's important. Okay, I know 2020 has been rough on us all. It has been severely traumatic in a lot of sense here. It's been severely mentally abusive emotionally physically covid sucks government everything you know and i i wanted to be clear is if you guys do need to call call someone call the suicide hotline call a friend call family text them whatever it may be you know facetime or if they're in your house go talk to them if you're feeling down if you're feeling depressed or you have those thoughts please go do it I know this is usually an entertainment podcast, but I, I wanted to get this out there. Um, we're going to do a full, like I said, mental health dedication thing on just having a talk about it because I think it, I think it's necessary. So we are back, though, because I needed a mental break from doing some things because I couldn't do them all between work uh, as well with comics, you know, Animal Hospital, uh, wildlife sanctuary so i was doing toys and the video game stuff but we're back doing the podcast a little more upbeat now we're back doing the podcast so i i'm gonna have a few guests on we are gonna take a winter break though so we're back for the next couple of weeks of december but of course we're gonna take a winter break for the holidays and we'll be back in january hopefully with some fun guests and some fun review stuff as well so without further ado though you know, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, you know, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, ComicChronicle.Podbean.com. So many places you can subscribe for new episodes every Monday. And, of course, as well, if you guys want to, follow me on social media to stay in touch with the podcast and everything I do and all the extra cool shit you guys can watch slash listen to. So, at Dakota Morgan 3 on Twitter and on Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan 97. So, without further ado, folks... Like I said, mental health is important. Make sure you always remember that. Physical health, you know, people are more physical, but mental health is very important, just as much as physical in this time of need and suffering of the pandemic. So without further ado, though, folks, let's dive right in, though, to a really fun and optimistic conversation with Ellie. And it is. So I like to start the way 
this way with everybody that comes on to the show. It's been a while since I've done a recording, but I want to say it is actually an honor to have you here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, you have done a lot of work, and it seems, and the, like you have people probably ask all sorts of stuff, like how do I get in the comics and jazz like that? But my important question is, in your Twitter profile picture, how the hell did you get your hands the touch behind your back? I am like curious, like, my God, like I used to do gymnast work and I couldn't even do that. No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I have like a condition where all my joints are just like very soft. So uh, I have to constantly exercise or otherwise like they will pull my muscles. But I can do like the splits and all that. So I, I have to constantly work out or I will hurt my joints and my muscles. Oh, I feel that. I feel that hard. I have scoliosis, and so my bones, like, scrape against each other if I don't work out. And so like, it's like, oh, no. So my shoulders always make loud noises, and they always are scraping. And people are like, you're only 23. I'm like, yeah, tell it to my 95-year-old body. And I can't go to the gym because the gyms are closed, and they're open, but you don't really want to go to the gym right now. So it's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Ooh. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I yeah. have to work out. Like, yeah, I was still like, you can never stop working out, or otherwise you're you'll just hurt yourself, and it'll get exactly. worse if you go on. Exactly, and people think we're just fitness nuts, and it's like, no, I would rather stay at home and eat cookies than watch the TV, but I can't do that because I have to, otherwise it's pain. It's like, eh, eh, eh. yeah, but, oh, but yeah, it's. But I do want to say though is. It's an honor to have you on the show because I've seen your artwork, obviously, and I was like, I really want to get her on because it's, I don't know, like, to me, it kind of seems like maybe you have a fun little backstory to it, to how, because I'm, I'm very curious on how you got on the comics because you're an artist, you've done a little bit of work and such like that, and you get hired on DC, but how did you start being an artist? Because I find these stories are often very important to people because you never know where people come from and all that jazz like that, and so how did you get started? Well, I think it started very young for me, like not in the professional aspect, but like I just ever since I was little, I, I used to like to draw and I would draw comics since I was very, very young. Like they didn't even make sense, but I would just draw them and I would draw them to study when I was like in in high school because I was really bad at history. So I would draw everything and that will start get stuck in my head. And I don't know, I just kept doing it. I liked I liked it. And um, I don't I don't I didn't even know you could work and make money doing this, but I just kept doing it as a hobby. And then when I was because I was studying fashion design and one of the professors that was teaching us how to draw like figurines for fashion figurines, he used to ink for DC comics and oh. he looked yeah he looked at my work and he was like you know you could like work for DC or for Marvel or yeah. and I was like you can do that and it's like, like it's yeah. possible like wait a minute here I can do that like yeah there's potential yeah yeah also it it's just it didn't click because I live in Mexico and I was like no you need to live over there on in the U in the USA so I was like, you can do that? Like, yeah, I work for DC. And I was like, 
and you're here I'm like yeah I was like okay well and what do I have to do so he was like oh you should do samples and you can do this and that and he was like I know a couple of people just email them and I was just so scared to email any, ever, anyone anyone who worked for DC or Marvel because I was like uh what if they tell me you're I don't know why who gave you this email why are you writing to me I don't know yeah it was really the fear scared. of not being good enough which is a big fear we face every day it's one of those things like wait a minute here am I not good enough oh wait am I a, am I just a fluke like wait what's going on here and it's before we get any further I do want to tell you is I know it's very common for people outside the United States but there's so many people friends of mine too that work on comics outside mm -hmm. the USA like Friends of mine in South Africa, Argentina, France, you know, they work for DC and Marvel, Britain, for God's sake, they work for DC and Marvel and all the other jazz like that. And I mean, I work in comics, but for SGGS Comics and Indie Company, but, you know, we're, I live in Arizona, but it's still like that thing of, if you're outside the United States, you think you can never do it. And I think it's starting to change a lot, yes. which is really cool. I really love people who work, uh, not to say I don't like people who work in the United States, I love people who work outside the United States because, yes, because to me, they fresh. have like, yeah. And they have like different styles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's not the classic American style that we've been, people are going to really hate me for the saying this, but it's not the classic style that we're used to. Like it's, there's your style. There's my buddy who lives in South Africa style. There's all sorts of styles. And because it's like culture and way people grew up and stuff like that affects artists in such a way it's beautiful to me I, I just sorry i continue i just wanted to put out there because it's a beautiful beautiful thing yes it's very interesting because you can like sort of tell well you cannot tell exactly where they're from but you can be like um this person is not from the usa yeah. or this person has like more like a japanese style or something oh like yeah that. there's that yeah there's yeah. that so you it was like luck of the draw then and then you're just like hey where they're like, hey, wait, we want to take you to this. So you sent them an email, and did they take a long time to reply back, or was it like immediately reply back? No, I was just, I was really scared. And something that helped me a lot that my professor said was just like, the worst that can happen to you is that they do not respond. And yeah. I was like, okay, okay, well, I can deal with that. And no, of course, it was not just like the first time. It was just just like um well i like this but uh you need to change this you need to change that mm. you keep working on your stuff and why don't you send me an email like in six months or so so that's that's what and that's what they do i think they want to know if you want to keep doing that because there are a lot of people who are like oh well i didn't make it right away so um i'm just gonna stop and they're just trying to see if if you keep doing it yeah yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, if you're, it's, they don't want to hire somebody who just does it one time or it's a temporary thing. And it's like, they want to know you want to keep doing it for a long time. Because if you do it for a short amount of time and like, oh, I'm done, they're not going to want to hire you again. You're not going to be mm -hmm. fine. It's, it's, dedication is a big yes. thing. It's, it's a severe thing. But I mean, I want to let you know is that fear you have, though, is very normal. When I yes. pitched my first series, it's I was scared shitless. <laughs> you know, I, I really was. I was like, oh, this is an idea I've had since I was a kid. And 
it's like you don't want to. And I still get right now. I I write seven different comic book series, and oh. each one of those, even number five, I'm like, it's it may get picked up. There's a big chance they won't because I have like it's you're telling yourself all this stuff, but it's that thing of the fear of being told no. And your professor was right 100%, by the way, in saying the worst thing is for them to say no. And the best thing is for them to say nothing because I, I work in film industry as well, too. And you get told no a lot. But there's also the times where it gets no response back. And <laughs> especially in comics, too. Anything, really. When you get told a no, it's way worse. Because not being told anything, you're like, okay, maybe there was just a good reason. It was a no, but it's fine. But when they actually type that no or say the no, it hurts. <laughs> it really yeah. hurts. Yeah, your soul just gets crushed. It's true. You're like, oh, it was that bad. They responded to it. No. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh. And yeah. that's, what, that's what's really tough for people. And that's why I've seen it happen to a lot of folks. That's why I do the podcast because it helps out people a lot because – I think there's this huge fear of very talented people. They have this huge fear of going out there and putting their work out there, going out there like yourself, sending the email, but being scared out of your pants, but still sending the email, you know, or making the phone call. Or back in the day before COVID, you could give your binder to somebody at a Comic-Con, you know, that sort of thing. It's, it's tough. It's very tough. And, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing. But it seems you conquered it, though. Hey, folks. Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break. But this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are a comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you. Go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you. I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be. Comics, it's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, draw, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media and the number 623 I know. You give them a call. Definitely, guys. I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully, you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, draw on the comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital, too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. I had... I was very lucky. Like, the one person who responded to me over at Disney, he was like, I like your style. And then mm -hmm. that person stopped working for Disney and went on to oh. make fire. Oh. Yeah. And he he just like such a good memory. And he remembered me. And he was like, oh, I'm working over here now. And I have, like, more freedom to do whatever I want because it's a new company and all that. And he was like, and I remember you. I remember you sent stuff. And he was like, do you want to work on something? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah, yes. What I'll do. I'll do it. You want me to work on porn? I'll do it. Like, what are we doing here? I want to make something. Yes. You want me to sweep the floor? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's, man, that's, that's true. That's, 
beautiful. That's amazing, by the way, because when people do remember you, you're like, oh, I'm special. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute here. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that had to be an amazing moment for you of like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I'll whatever book it is, whatever thing it is, we'll do it. Like, what did you start with? Uh, on Mayfire, they had, like, their own line of superheroes and comics they were doing, but they didn't have anything for kids. So it was like, oh, we're going to make, like, these superheroes, but we're going to, like, make them kids and make something for kids. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're perfect for that. And I was like, yes, I'll do it. It's like, yes. And then, I mean, what? It was Super Sons. What, Super Sons was your first one? On DC. My God, girl, that's like the biggest thing to get. I know. You, oh, I know. no. When wow. they told me, when they told because the same person who hired me for Made Fire came back to DC and he was like, You need to come here, work with us. But like, Dim Lee and um, who was done, did you need to check your, your work? Like, I cannot tell you, just like, go on and work on this. My God. But, yeah, he was like, hey, You can, because I work really fast. Like I can I I can crunch like pages and pages. So it was like we need you for this because I know you can you can deliver the work and I can rely on you and you're very fast. So but you need to get approved from Jim Lee and Dan Didio. And I was like, okay. So I was just like really, really scared if they would like it or not. And at that time I didn't know what I was gonna work on. And when they told me, it was like, it's Super Sons. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Did you know what Super Sons before that, though? No, I didn't know. And I was just like, oh, it will be my dream if I could draw, like, Damien or, like, Batman or, like, I don't know, John. I was just dreaming, like, very big. And it was like, yeah, you're going to do Super Sons. I was like, what? Oh, my God. That's the dream right there. That... That is the dream. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. I would give a really good cry. <laughs> I really, I'd be like. No, oh. I cried. I cried. When I was told, like, when I was told it was Super Sons, I cried. And when I was told, like, yeah, you're in, like, that you like it, I cried even harder. Oh, my God. It's like, it's it's got to be the stress level of, like, oh, yeah, Danny Deal is going to review you. And it's like, oh, oh Aunt Jim Lee and all that, like. <gasps> yes. No, I was just. I, I was a wreck that day. Like they're gonna review it, and Dan Didio and, and Dim Lee are gonna see it. And I was like, oh no, what if they hate it? So I was just like a mess that entire day until I got the email like, yeah, you're in. I was like, oh my god. That had to be like, I'm having a drink. Friends, come over. <laughs> like we need, I need help. Like oh, I mean, like do I start working or do I do I take a break? Like what do I do? Yeah, no, it was like, uh, you need to start working right now because we need this for yesterday. So it's always been like oh that. Oh, Lord. Yes. There was, I think there was like um, a week less or less than that. It was like, we need to get this done like right now. And on the first book, we were working against the clock and I was working Monday through like basically the entire week. Because oh. we need to get it out. Because it was going to be the first book that came out of the kids' line. So it needed to be done fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know what? That's just like, I got to, you had, it had to be hard to work fast, though, on that because you're like, oh my God, I'm drawing Jonathan Kent. 
I'm drawing Damian Wayne. I don't know. I'm like, and all these adventure stuff. Like, that had to be nuts. That had to be like the most intense workload I think you've probably ever done. Yes. And yeah. on top of that, I don't know if you've noticed, but like all the DC Zoom, well, they used to be DC Zoom, now it's just DC Kids, because it was like the the line for young kids and then there's the young adult line and they're different but uh they didn't want us to have like a ton of detail on the pages because they needed to be done fast and i don't know why i decided to color it completely because i don't know if you've noticed like the mara one and the other ones like they just have like one or two colors in the background or maybe they don't have like shadows uh and i didn't know that i was just like oh this is what i can crunch in a day yeah and like yeah this is perfect okay and then i saw the other books and like wait i could only do like one or two colors and i'm coloring <laughs> like everything you wanted it to be good i think that's what you were like your brain was telling you i want this to be good because yeah, I'll, you know not, people are going to look at it. It's not one of those things yeah. where, oh, a few people read it or saw it. It's Super Sons. One of the big hit things at a DC Rebirth in a couple of years. Like, I even love D Super Sons. It's awesome. Like, no matter what age it is, people are like, Super Sons, eh? Oh, new artwork style, eh? Who's this? I see. Yes, and I didn't know. I, I don't know. I was just doing what I what i felt like doing but when i saw the other the other ones I, I was like uh i think i overdid it a bit but no it looks cool like i'm really proud of it yeah and it's like you can mark off superboy and robin off your checklist <laughs> like, like that's the thing like you you could easily check them off and we saw the video like it's my webcam's broken i feel bad but you know we have the, the thing on here where I saw like you have some collectibles as well too, and you've been drawing comics since you were a kid and whatnot as well. So you knew about comics when you were growing up. Like that had to be like childhood dreams come true in a sense. Yes, I used to read uh, Young Justice when Ooh. I was. Uh huh. Girl, fucking hell, that's my shit right there. That I that young oh. Oh. I used to read that, and and my parents didn't like it because they had like this idea, like you're a girl, that's not for you. you oh no, no. And I, <laughs> and I had like one or two that were mine, and I would just read them again and again and again. I was just like, oh, if I could be a Robin one yeah. day, it would be so cool. You know what? I I gotta tell tell you something here for friends of mine that. I've, my dad told me this too. Shout out to you, Jason. I love you, dad. And it was a thing where the more people tell you you can't do it, the more you will do it. Yes. And the more it will happen. Like, shit. People told me I wouldn't be able to work with exotic animals. Now I do. People want to tell me I'd be able to work in the film industry. Now I do. People tell me, oh, comic books? You'll never be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Or it's like, you shouldn't be able to do that, yet I'm doing it. And so it's like, and then now you kind of proved your parents wrong. Like, well, like, it's not made for girls. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of girls in comic books. Like, you know, like, there's a lot of them that work as artists and writers and inkers and play comic book characters. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, that. Oh. You, you, you know what, though? You've opened a bucket of worms, though, because Young Justice was my first DC comic book. Mine, too. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Technically, yeah, you're right. It is. 
Oh my god! So that had to be like, I mean, yeah, it's a different Robin, but still, it's like you're bringing young justice to life a little bit here. Yes. No. And I got to draw like Damien, who's like my favorite Robin. And uh, no, it was just like, it, wait, what? Really? Oh my god! You know, people are gonna come after you for saying that, right? Because nobody I likes Damien. Why I do know. you like Damien? Defend yourself, girl. You gotta defend yourself. I know, I know, but he is a cool redemption arc. Like, I like it. I like trouble kids that then grow up to be better. That right there is the best explanation I've ever heard from anybody that likes Damien. I'm, I'm clapping for that one. That one's pretty good. That That's really good. Because it, it usually it's like, oh, well, he's cool. Okay, no, how's no, cool? it's not that. He's really troubled. And I think you can relate to that in a, in a sense. And he lashes out and he gets angry because he doesn't know how to cope with his feelings. And I think a lot of girls like him because of that. Hey guys and gals, Dakota here with a quick little ad break for you. So folks, we always know the classic saying, wear your freak flag high. Now you can, because the Comic Chronicle podcast now has its own little merch line on Redbubble. That's right, folks, we have our own little merch line with some fun little logos. Of course, our Man of Steel-esque logo for the Comic Chronicle podcast. You can get on mugs, t-shirts, sweaters, posters, prints, all sorts of stuff like that on there. And of course, we sell some exclusives that you may be interested in in this new world era that we live in. One of those designs we feature is the little branding called Vigilante in Training. Let people know when you wear your mask or if you want to get a sticker version of the little iconic logo there. Rough dick, a little uh, pat, or stamp on there on your mask that's blue, a little dark blue. Vigilante in training. Or if you want, we have in a word bubble on there, trying to best to explain this on a podcast, in a word bubble, make comics, not war. Get that on t-shirts, sweaters, posters, a mask, buttons, phone cases, all sorts of stuff like that on there. And of course, lastly, we have Blockbuster Kid. Take on the Blockbuster logo. You know, a lot of us, like myself, we grew up a Blockbuster. Or, you know, you're a semi-medium age adult and you like Blockbuster too. You want to support the past and keep a little bit of retro on there. You can do that too. Get your t-shirts, masks, buttons, stickers with Blockbuster Kid written on there too. You can check out the store for the Comic Chronicle podcast on Redbubble. And an easier way to do so is you can click the link in the show notes below. And that will help you guys and take you straight down to it. Go to Explore Designs and see what all the fun stuff we have for you guys. See the logos for yourself and support the podcast all in the same sense. I give you guys stuff for free, which is the podcast, and now we give you some merch. Wear that freak flag high, folks, so thanks for tuning into this episode, and without further ado, let's take it back to Dakota from the past. I am... my You broke me. You broke my brain, because that's very true. That's a very good point. Like, I'm an okay fan of Damien. I like him for a little bit of that reason. Now that, we're, like, now that you exposed me to it, I'm like, huh... Damien ain't that bad. I never hated him, but I've always liked, I've always, I don't know, I've always liked Tim. Yeah, Jason Todd was, was pretty good. Mm. No, that's the reason why girls like Loki. Yes. That's a whole other bucket of worms, though, because that is very true. I mean, you know what, though? It helps Tom Hiddleston plays him. Let's be honest. Oh, yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, come on, it's the looks and it's also that, you know, like my girlfriend's going to listen to this and she's going to be like, is there something you got to tell me? Hmm? <laughs> like, wait, hold on. Hold on here. <laughs> oh, man. So is there like a dream checklist for you, though? Like, I know you're I, well, hold on. I, I don't want to ask this. 
because I know all about the NDAs and not being able to talk about stuff, but are you still working on Super Sons or are you working on a different project? Right now, this project of Super Sons is done. And I cannot tell you what I'm working on. Uh, I recently did a a short story with Poison Ivy for a book that's called Flash Facts. um, Yeah, it's just uh, for kids. It's about science. So it was a small story about uh, the DNA. I like that. You're working on a bunch of cool stuff. I'm not going to lie to you here. Like, I may listen, I may have seven different comic book series. But working on any of those characters, Super Sons or Ivy, that's a dream. That is for sure a dream. Oh. Yeah, it was really cool to to do the designs for this one, for the Ivy one. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. She's just She just has to look very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There is that, too. But I, I think, though, it's the same reason why people like Damien. And like you just said, like she's very troubled. Yes. Like, very troubled. And that's why probably a lot of people like her. Like, Have you seen the Harley Quinn cartoon yet? Yes. That Ivy I love. That Ivy I relate hard to. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. That, and that's the beautiful part about it is, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Poison Ivy's had almost a rebirth of her character. And she's yeah. almost now become more popular than ever. Yeah, because there's more depth to her now. Yeah. Like... Yeah, she's helped Batman a, a few couple times, and not just um, on the comics, but also the video game, the the last Arkham one. She helped Batman like right at the end. So oh, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people who didn't know about that, like they're like, oh, okay, well, Ivy's not that bad. She has a soul. She may want to kill a lot of people, but she has a soul. All right. Mhm. Oh. No, she just worries about the environment. Yeah, as we all do. As as a guy, I work I work with animals. Like I work with endangered animals. I get that. I really do. It's like, well, we're killing businessmen. Yeah, you do you, Ive. Go right ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's one of the reasons why people like Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a sense, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the thing. Do you believe he was right, or do you believe he wasn't? Oh man, I think I think he was right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's really tough. We, well, little kids will often say Thanos is always he was wrong, and then when you become an adult, you're like he was kind of right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute here. He he went about it wrong, but his intentions were good. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think there's there there's probably another way to fix that, but uh, I mean, yeah. 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 So, like, I'm curious, though, in a sense here, because we all have our dreams, and obviously you've checkmarked a little bit of yours, but I was thinking, no, wait, Young Justice is not, I don't know if Young Justice is still in print or not. I don't think it is, so that wouldn't be, unless they print it back. But, like, is there a dream thing you want to work on, Marvel, DC, or even indie? Is there, like, a dream character or series you want to write for? Or uh, not write for, correction, uh, draw for? Uh, like... <laughs> I, I, my dream, like, my biggest dream was, like, uh, I want to draw Batman. And mm-hmm. when this happened, because I was, I had, like, everything planned. Like, I'm going to start, like, little by little, if I can. 
And if I ever do Batman, like, on a single panel, like, I don't care on another comic book, like, I'm getting a Batman tattoo. And it was like, oh, you have to draw Batman here. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> but no, I, I, I would like to do something, like, more Batman. Like, like I would like to, to draw Damien, but more on, like, the Bat family side. Fair, which is a dream for a lot of people. I mean, it, yes. it really... Now, oh, bigger question though: What Batman suit do you want to draw? Uh, yeah, that's the toughie. That I would toughie. like to design one because I'm a fashion designer, and mm-hmm. I, I did, I did designs for for like the Super Sons. I did a bunch of them, and they were like, "No, they're kids. They have to like wear regular clothes. They don't know how to make their own costumes." So I was like, "Yeah, you're right. They oh no." But you're the person that I'd call for to make it a new suit, though, as a fashion designer. Like, I know, like, I, yeah, no. There's people like I used to do costuming in film. It was one of my jobs back in the day, and that's the thing, like designing and, and making the costumes and the makeup props and sets and stuff like that. So when I get asked, "Hey, we need you to make like a design with like a kind of list design, and whatnot, to do for your characters for to give the artist," I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll give it the ball, and. You though, as a fashion designer, oh my god, I'd I'd pay money to see what you would come up with. I really would, because you're the expert on fa- on designing suits. Yeah, I wanted to do that, but like oh. in a sense, they were right. Like they're kids and they don't know how to make their own costumes, and also they want the kids to be able to cosplay them like easily. So That's there's that. Fair. That reason I'll get behind. The one where they don't know how to make a costume, one of them's Damian Wayne. Come yeah. on. He can make a costume. There's he has a trillion dollars and he was raised by the League of Assassins for a little bit and his dad's Batman. I yeah. think he can make a good suit. But that's fair. With Jonathan, you get it. But that's true though. They do they are very easily cosplayable for kids. That is very yeah. true. Yes, they are. They wanted to do that because kids usually don't know how to make their own costumes or their parents <laughs> yeah one of the parents you don't want the youtube tutorials there you go yeah but it's not that easy when i started <laughs> like fashion design i was like yeah i'm gonna do this and then you do it and it's awful oh yeah oh and there's a lot of rejection in fashion design as well you're like oh oh yes yeah. yes Fashion designers want you to make like crazy stuff and crazy designs, but then you go to the public and they're like, uh, no, I want something wearable. So <laughs> that's it. And it's like you win on some, then you lose on some. It's like, well, I want to do this. Well, if, you know what, though? God bless you, girl, for going into that because there's like, <laughs> oh, that I thought acting was tough back when I did that a lot more. Like, whoo. <laughs> Oh no, the beauty industry. That's that's just that's that's gruesome. Yeah, I've yeah, three friends of mine have done modeling, and yeah, that's we won't get into that though because that's a whole no. separate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that is a way we could, we really could, we could deep dive deep, but no, 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 no. Uh, I like that though. I like it. So you still are working though, so it is nice. I mean. So it's you still are working, even though the world kind of is on fire in 2020. You still are being able to work. Right now, I'm I'm a bit on hold 
Uh, right. I need to wait after the holidays, uh, but I'm doing commissions and just trying to chill a bit. That's good. Is that possible this year? I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. No, no. I just no. try. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You just got to try. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm curious here, and I wanted to ask you this, kind of around the topic of it. Is I've discovered I'm going back to a lot of my roots of when I was a kid. So like I've got a lot more back in like collecting stuff, more video. Well, video games never really died, but I'll put like a lot of interests that I liked that I've always liked but never could deep dive into because I was doing a lot of work and stuff like that. But this year with quarantine and stress, it's been a whole lot of going back and deep diving in the stuff that you loved when you were a kid. And you're able to do a lot more. Have you found yourself doing that too? A bit. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I I don't know. I, I, like I used to like comics and like cute stuff, like Lisa Frank style. And I don't know. I've been just getting into that lately. <laughs> hmm. It's stress reliever. It's like the utmost stress reliever that you know you need. Uh... Yeah, it's like a comfort zone. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, exactly. Well, we are coming near the end of the episode because I don't want to take too much of your time, though, today. Um, I do want to say it's been really fun having you on the show. Thank you. Of course. And uh, do you have social media? Well, you do, but like, what social? where can people find you at on social media, by the way? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and it's... Ile, I-L-E, Wolf. Uh, one of them has to have, like, underscore. I don't remember which one. I think it's Twitter. It's I-L-E underscore Wolf. And Instagram is all together. I-L-E, Wolf. Nice. All righty. Well, um, is there anywhere? I mean, obviously, we tell people, go can we go pick up your Super Sons run right now um, in local comic book stores or online? Yeah, Thank Super Sons or Flashbacks, which is great yes. for kids who are learning about science. I can't wait till the day comes out where you have like a really dark Batman story that just all of a sudden like it floors. They're like, she did all this stuff for kids. And then it's like, oh, this got dark fast. <laughs> I like really that. I like that. One of the things I love to draw is like people crying. <laughs> really? Yes. Hold on a minute here. Why? I'm very good at it. I don't know why. <laughs> That's amazing. I've never heard that before. I've heard, oh, I like people being drawn, eating zombies, or like, I like Batman drawing Batman on a rooftop or something like that, or, you know, Iron Man flying in the sky, but people crying, that's that's the best thing I've heard all week. <laughs> and I'm very good at it for some reason. And you're good. Uh, oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. If you think it is, just wave that free, that weird flag high and wave it proud, which, I mean, you just talked about it on our podcast, so I guess you do. <laughs> keep doing it now. <laughs> oh, man, that's the best way to end the show right there, Jit. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the podcast. I will let you know when the episode comes out, by the way, as well. Okay, thank you so much for having me. It of was course, fun. it was. And, of course, stay safe out there, okay? Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.